0: Welcome back to Suicide Pages with Dr. Lulu, the podcast. This is Dr. Lulu, a.k.a. The Mom Brand new, freshly minted TEDx speaker, y'all. What's going on? I'm here with another beautiful guest. Let me just put it that way, okay? She has been kind enough to want to share her stories, her knowledge, her insight, her wisdom with the family today. Her name is Mr. Laura Evans. She's a clinician, by profession, but that's all I know, y'all. She's going to tell us the rest of everything that makes up her self. So Delora, without wasting any more time, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Suicide Pages. And thank you for wanting to share your time and your wisdom and your knowledge with, with, with our family. What's going on, sis? What's going on? Talk to me. Well, thank you, Dr. Lulu. Thank you for the invite. Um,
1: this is a serious topic. Um, I've always heard and I've read that suicide is a permanent solution to temporary problems. And I got to tell you, we all have temporary problems. We all have problems. And some of us have a better capacity of dealing with those problems than others. Some of us have a mental illness that may be unaddressed, diagnosed and untreated. Some of us may not have a mental illness. It's that life like trauma after trauma and thing after thing just starts to weigh us down. And we just feel like, hey, if I wasn't here, it it would probably be better for me or probably be better for the other people that are connected to whatever the problem is. And in my own personal story, uh, I'm a 54 year old black woman. And uh, just that descriptor says a lot. Uh, I've been through, um, you know, and I was raised lower socioeconomic status. Um, I wasn't, I didn't go back to college till I was 35 because now I managed to graduate high school. Um, and you know, that was an accomplishment in 1984 for me to graduate high school, but that was it. It stopped, uh, because the messages that I got, the information I got came from misinformed people that were doing the best they could. And those girls were pretty much told you should just, you know, stay thin, keep your appearance up and get a husband. Perfectly a truck driver because he's never at home and he makes good money so you don't have to wear in trying to find love in my pursuit of that that need and that want for someone to complete me you know I had the messages from music saying, "I'm nothing without you and I will not I will not let you leave and you I will, you know we had these kind of messages we had movies that were saying if you're not in a romantic relationship, you're nothing. It doesn't matter if you're a great sibling, if you're a great co-worker, if you're a great employer, a child, a parent, those relationships don't matter if you're not with, and for me, a man. And so I I pursued that and I would attract, because water seeks its own level. I attract exactly what I was. And I was 18 years old, the first relationship. And I'm going somewhere with this because I'm going to talk about how Needing someone hmm. so bad
0: hmm.
1: and not hmm. getting that mm-hmm. will, can drive you to just
0: want to end your life. And yes, now that means that me validation—that yeah, that is so that, true. That, that, that's oh, why you outside need validation. Yes, outside. Yes. Forgetting that you're you're enough, right? That you're that's enough. Right. Yes. And, and never it. really, never really learning that. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. you're not given
1: that message that you're enough. Like we don't understand that if we're not taught positive messages, they don't just
0: fall out of the sky. Hello. Hello. Can you say that again for those at the back? You're already dropping nuggets. We ain't even done two minutes yet. You're (laughs) African. You're from Africa, baby girl. Y'all brought that across the ocean because in Nigeria where I'm from, same thing. A woman yeah to go to school for, for what? What you want to go to college for? What, what you talking yeah. about? Oh, please go get married and have some kids for your husband. Your life is- And that's me. your life. And you'll be happy. Hello. You're, he will complete you. Yes. Everything, yeah. and that, mm-hmm. that's not the truth. Forgetting that, truth. forget I love it, because forgetting that you're supposed to bring 100%, he brings 100%. No, 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 no. You just take your little 30% self up on there, and then he will complete the same. Yes. See, yes. Uh, I love it. Yeah.
1: And then we had that, that message for us black ladies that we should, we're strong and mm. we're, we should, you know, I'm just going to sum it up to say we should set ourselves on fire to keep everybody else warm. Whoa, I love it. Yeah. And that, and that message, oh, you know, so I'm going to get to the part of me seeking. I'm 18 and the first guy was straight out of my mom's house and the first guy was 25 going on 26. So he he has a little more wisdom on him. And the first thing he did was took the phone out of it. I got a little phone. You know, I was so happy to have my first little partner. I had a son. I had him at 17. He was eight months old. And so what I didn't know is that when someone begins to isolate you from everybody, that's the first sign of abuse. I didn't know that. You know, hindsight is the only vision is 2020.
0: And I so, love you so much because that's exactly what happened to me when I was in my ex husband's house. What I described myself was as a hibis- hibiscus flower. He plucked me, and once you pluck the flower, once you pluck the flower, it's going to die. It's done. I don't care what much flower food yeah. you put on it. Give it five days, seven yeah. days, whatever. It's gone, and yeah. that's what happened to me. And I, it was iso frequentation first talking junk about my family, then talking junk about my friends. Yes. And I know, then I yep. saying, you know, oh, oh, this is going to be good. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be good, Delora. This is going to be good. And I haven't even, so it's,
1: it's a lot, you know, we are more alike than we are different. Amen. You know, our, our, our likeness transcends uh, social status, class, race, like we, we are, that's the, that's the human connectedness. We don't have experiences that someone else haven't had. And that's what should connect us, like you just identified with your own experience, like I could be telling your story at that point. And for me, a year of that type of isolation, now the thing about it is that my mom lived one street over, my mom is a Sagittarius, she wasn't going for it. But of course, she couldn't tell me certain things without me becoming angry with her and agreeing with the guy. But she wouldn't leave. She would come by. She didn't care. He would go in the room, not be friendly. She didn't care about all of that. Thank God for that. And so I wouldn't, that's the one area I struggle with. No, I need my mom and my little sisters around. Well, let's fast forward a year because I can tell you I had had a child by him. So now I have two children. I'm 19. I have one son that's uh, two years old and I just had a son. This is 1986. And so with, and I'm not, please hear me. I'm not blaming anybody. Let me go ahead and make the disclaimer. I don't blame, I'm not a twice. victim. <laughs> yeah, I know, anybody. you want to say
0: that twice. Because, oh yeah. my God, I know she Yeah, I don't, I'm not no, blaming. Not, yes, yeah. thank you. Thank you, honey. I'm just leading up and giving you
1: the backstory. Yeah, that's it. And our that's stories it. involve other people a lot of times. That doesn't mean that we're blaming that person. We're just talking about how situations came up. So this was back in the day when you had pagers. There were, We didn't have a cell phone. And then, of course, I didn't have a phone anymore. So I would go up the stairs to my neighbors, and uh, he would leave me alone with the kids. He would always be gone. I'd be like, can I go with you? No, you need to stay at home. And so, of course, as a young woman, I'm thinking, oh, he has another woman. and he. Mm-hmm. So I would go up the stairs to use the neighbor's phone and uh, blow up his pager. That's what we used to call it. Just now, one more. I remember pagers. <laughs> Girl, you're taking me back, I'm way not, back. Now, I, I, <laughs> now at, at this point in my story, I'm four days past my 20th birthday, and it was in 1986. And uh, I remember what I was wearing, and I remember every single thing, and I was waiting on him to come home, and we were going to go do something for my birthday. And the people whose house I went to use the phone they were up. They were. They. They had been doing this new drug. Like we, I didn't know. We, of course, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about drugs and alcohol at this point. So of course, what you mean,
0: know, you need to talk about up, whatever you need to talk
1: about. Okay. It, that's, Growing yes, up, we. Yes, uh, yes. Of course, we smoked marijuana. We. Dr- we just. We were kids. It wasn't. You know. It wasn't. Oh, it wasn't any of that. But it was a new drug that these people were doing up the stairs where I was using the phone, and it was freebasing. And as I waited on him to come and blowing up the pager and I was got that feeling in my gut, you know, cause you know, after you've been stood up or after it doesn't matter that it's your birthday, like mm-hmm. you should be there and support everybody else. But then when it's your turn, everybody got all those excuses about why they can't be there for you. So I was having all these feelings and the lady said, you should try this. And I mm-hmm. tried it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now I got to tell you, nothing happened at the first try. But it, it, the loneliness, the the lack of nothing I ever got as a child
0: mm-hmm. the
1: no, no my self ex, you know we talk about low self-esteem, we talk mm-hmm. about high self-esteem. Mm-hmm. well my self-esteem was non-existent. Mm-hmm. I didn't have it, it wasn't low mm-hmm. it wasn't it was none, so you get that backdrop, and you get those feelings mm-hmm. and then you continue to try to fix those feelings, you continue to try to numb those feelings, and a drug addiction is a tragic
0: consequence of a behavior that started for a reason. Amen. Oh my God. You just, oh my God. I was just thinking about it today because I saw some guy, some, some influencer, they say he's like a fashion icon, 17 year old. I forget his name. He was found dead or he died. Okay. He died over the weekend or something. And so of course they said that they're not sure what the, consequences of circumstances of his death were, but then his best friend said he was addicted to drugs. And right away, I asked the question, why, no, not why, but what happened to him to make him become addicted? See, that's That's why they forget, they forget that addiction to drugs is a symptom of an underlying trauma. Was his mother That's not exactly there? Right. Was his father not yeah. there? Was his cousin not there? Was there something, somebody messing with him when he was a child? Every baby was born weighing six to eight pounds and happy-go-lucky. Then something happened. Yes. So yeah. So I so, I, so today, I give a I yes. give a daily suicide prevention tip, and today my tip is for the parents: What is your role in your child's suicide? Because they forget. That even your child, so even your child or whatever, there's a there's something causing them to do that. They're not just 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 become drug addict or whatever. You know what I mean? Like it's not by magic. It's something, some kind of and trauma. It, and when
1: a child, if the um, now, say for instance, we have we have two stroke. Okay, so my backstory is abuse and neglect, abandonment from my dad, never really having that strong male. So I realized after I've done some work because I've had a lot of therapy and now I'm a therapist that Amen. me looking for it in me and what I never got in my dad, you know, at first I wouldn't even, I was like, that guy died. I was 22 and he died. I never knew him. How could something hurt you that you never, and I had all these justifications oh. that I wasn't bothered by not having that relationship yeah. and come to find out I, was, I looked in me in for what I never got in that first father. relationship with my yes. father.
0: Yes. And then yes. when I
1: didn't get it, I would beat myself up. I would. Mm. And then I would meet people that it's like I may have had that flashing on a neon sign that I'm fractured, that I'm bruised. And you can mm-hmm. blame me for treating mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. any mm-hmm. kind of way.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so I would they would feed right into, well, if you only did this, if you didn't talk so much, if you could, you know, I need sex every night. I and it would always be something I did or didn't do to cause you to abuse me but i didn't see it in the time i didn't know that so i was always trying i was always trying to get this love and i was always trying but what i what i'm, I'm gonna say that what i failed to realize is that when i had those two sons that god had given me just what
0: i needed and Amen. i didn't even know it oh my i didn't god. even know it girl i told I you know I, thought I was going to need tissue I for i told you i was going to need tissue for you girl look at this is exactly what i'm talking about because, because I didn't know, he, Dr. Lulu. I didn't exactly. know that the,
1: what I needed he gave it to me but oh. I didn't I thought that I should get a man I, I thought mm-hmm. that I should get these accolades and I should I didn't know that the love that unconditional love and that you're the only one was in the in them and so of course the addiction progressed uh, I, like I say the first time it nothing happened but I, mm. I kept I kept trying it, and I kept being lonely and by myself. And I and they were up there seeming to be having a good time. And I Hello. was like, Oh, I want to fit in. And it, addiction is a, a tragic consequence of a behavior that began for a reason.
0: Exactly. And
1: when a person considers suicide, the question you pose to parents. So we have two schools of thought. I'm a mental health I'm a mental health professional, but but I'm a uh, my my background and my main training is is substance use disorder. And I can you, can I also, you please uh, yes addict, I,
0: Can you please say that line again? Addiction is a tragic uh, consequence. Consequence. I know, but, yes. Of,
1: of, of a behavior that began for a reason. But uh, addiction is the tragic consequence of a behavior that began for a reason. Everybody doesn't have a, a traumatic story. I've been a drug, I was a drug counselor before I became a licensed therapist. I started out with, when I got my associates and my bachelors on the drug counselor end, And I realized that while I continue to go ahead and get my master's and get a professional license, it's because drug treatment has only a certain scope of practice that you can talk about, like relapse prevention, stuff like that. But it's like putting a bandaid on a stab wound. And because of my scope of practice by that license, I couldn't go further. I couldn't talk about trauma. So I, I, I went and educated myself so I could go further with that. And I've did a lot. I'm a certified, um, I'm certified in cognitive processing therapy, so I deal with trauma and PTSD. But every person who ends up addicted did not have a traumatic background. Some people had. Hey, they were the kids that had everything. They had two parents, nice house. They, They had the bike. They had the ball. They had sports. They had family. But what happened is they may have just been bored or they may have just been around peer pressure and they tried it and then became
0: addicted. That so is it so powerful. Have, yes, ma'am. Yes. I love what you said. So yep. the, the bottom line is, is for a reason. Now the reason doesn't have to be trauma. But that's a nice way to put it together that I've never really yes. thought about. There's a reason. It may be because your friends are doing the peer pressure. That's right. It may be because your mother that's is right. doing it, because you saw it yeah. from your mother. But it doesn't mean that you've been which, if your mother is doing it, then of course that's that's trauma. That's, yeah, the, that, that's, that's, like that's trauma. trauma. But yes, ma'am. It could but be good, it could yeah. be it could be peer pressure, but yes. then what happens is
1: there's no way to escape Check the it. trauma of mm-hmm. mm-hmm. addiction once you get into it. Yes. There's no way that you're not going to regret things. There's no way that that's not going to happen once you become an addict. And then when you have family and friends and people who can put money and get you into rehab and get you, thats that makes it sometimes even worse the more you mess up. Now, when we talk about suicide, a lot of times when... Even if a parent had, if the kid had all that trauma background. Also, it's something going on within our society where children, kids are actually seeing their, they have more social media. They have more, they have all kind of news and all kind of stuff, letting them see that children are choosing suicide. So it could be peer pressure there too.
0: So, they may so, think- so guess what sister, there's a name yeah. for that. It's called suicide contagion. There you go. Let me write that. Down. Means, write that day. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. We learn every day. I learn from you. honey. you yeah. learn from me because that quote of yours—that's a powerful quote. But yes, suicide contagion. And Yes, contagion or con- if you have potato or potato. But here's the thing about contagion: it's specific for adolescents. Okay. Specific for adolescents. Specific. Okay. When they okay. see okay. other kids doing, yes. When they see yep. other kids doing, no. when they see the news, or when they see, but all, but it is mostly common in people who are at risk.
1: Now, okay. not every
0: adolescent is at risk, but okay. then again, you could also say most adolescents are at risk because their brains are growing. Yeah, they're very impressionable. They're all about what their peers are doing. Then they are learning that, okay, this is an escape. This is a way I can escape all the pain. Yeah. So it's easy. Yeah. It's very easy to sell it to an, to an adolescent. Yeah. The patient I was talking the the, 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 the the child that I discussed on my TEDx talk over the weekend, her name is Miss Naika Venant, 14 year old from, from Miami, Florida. She streamed her suicide live on Facebook three weeks after a 12 year old girl streamed her suicide on, live on Facebook. So what is that? It's a copycat yeah. behavior, right? But I don't yeah. want to use the word copycat because that's, I got you. that's not, this is a contagion straight up because that girl ended her pain. She was being molested by, by a family member. And then of course, Miss Naika did the same thing. She was, she had all kinds of trauma from mother, father, the system, everything you can think of. So yes, there is a word called suicide contagion.
1: Okay. Yes, ma'am. Exactly. And then even with, uh, as a parent, I have a 15 year old daughter. And so when she yelled out, I just, I, I, I take it. We don't, I, I it, it, it it chaps my hide when people say, oh, they're just looking for attention. Okay. Hmm. There's no way to screen whether or not the person will actually go and commit. And even if they say it 12 times a week, you have to address it seriously.
0: Well, and You have to address it 13 times a week. You have to address it. 13 yeah. for the twelve. Yeah. Check this out. You, you're going you're to love this. I came up with this original quote. A suicide attempt is never a cry for attention. It is always a cry for help. Cry for help. And yes. you know what? Okay. And my wife actually made it on a T-shirt. So guess what? She's selling those T-shirts for the month of, 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 okay. of September. Because it okay. is exactly what you're saying, right? Exactly yeah. what you're saying. Exactly okay. what you're saying. And here's the thing. Another thing about attention the guest before you, she, she put it together. She said, okay, so it's, it's a cry for attention. Then what attention are you not giving to your child? Okay. That's how to look at it. Okay. So it's attention, yeah. but that means your child is needing your attention for something. So what's the deal with that? Yeah. But then most people look at attention in a negative light. So, okay. Well, then it's a cry for help. So which is it? But it's not, it's, it's got to be yeah. one or the other. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. You can, yeah. It's, it's one. Yes. yes. Yeah.
1: Okay. All right. That's Thank
0: it. you. Yes, so ma'am. I went, okay, so I'll fast forward. Um, no, 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 you don't have to fast forward. God. We got 30 minutes. Huh? We, You're good. You're good. <laughs> I love I it. I'm enjoying work. it. And you
1: see, I veer off because I put my profession in it. But now the times when I'm going to go into the, uh, the times when I strongly and I had the plan and I had the mean, the method and the means ready mm-hmm. to because I felt that, okay, and this is when I went down the line into, because of 86 is what I first ever free base. So now we're talking about 91. Because of course it takes a minute, then you stop and you get some head. You know, those things were happening. So, but at the end of my road, when I was really seriously contemplating and it was, I was going to slice my wrist and I had it all planned out. I had the brand new razors and I had... And I just felt, I, you know, it's a feeling that those of us who have been to the pits of despair, which is utter hopelessness, mm-hmm. it's a feeling that we share that you can't really describe that how I felt is like this black hole is like, and then I felt so much guilt because, you know, um, it wasn't a national health crisis when it was cracked. It wasn't an epidemic. <laughs> no we didn't get, it wasn't what the opiate mm-hmm. crisis has turned into because we were marginalized we were demonized we were criminalized behind behind uh the crack addiction yes ma'am cocaine you can put them two together it was Mm -hmm. either the powder cocaine or the freebase
0: Mm. and
1: it was so prevalent and it was such a way i mean we saw whole communities devastated like Uh within my family and families of people i knew we used to have birthday parties and graduations and barbecue all of that stopped.
0: Oh my so God. it was a
1: community and so now you're sitting 3 or 4 years into that and then you got all the all the other issues you never addressed. You know all of that's laying there plus mm-hmm. all the new stuff and so that's I I seriously considered and I wish I could say that you know I had this burning bush thought I had this but I didn't to this day. It's almost as if I blanked out. I do not remember. I, the next thing I remember, I was walking back down the street and I was, th- I don't know if an angel stepped in, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know what happened that I didn't, because I had it in my hand. And so I haven't talked about this, I think, in ever. If I did, it was so long ago. And I have thought about what happened. What, what, did I mean, I, didn't, I, I don't know. I just know that I didn't do it. And I've had every intention on doing it. I had every. So when they say that whatever your belief system, whether it's God, whether it's good orderly direction, whatever, whatever that spiritual power, the most high or Allah, whatever, whatever, something intervened Hmm. because something new that. I was going to eventually live in my purpose. You had work I was, to do. I'm yes, not ma'am. You to had, you had,
0: yes, ma'am. You had work to do. This is so yeah, powerful. Something so new. Girl, you because need to write a book. You need to write a book. So powerful. <laughs> so powerful. That piece there, that piece, that part, that part that something happened and then you just do it. I was happened. that close. I was that close. I was driving 85 miles an yeah. hour on a highway, no seatbelts on, the rooftop of my convertible was down. I was like, so that when I go off the highway, there's no way I'm going to make yes. it. I do not want to be, to wake up in the hospital. I need to, yes. I need this to be done for real.
1: Yeah. Wow. So I just, uh, and, and of course over the years, this was what, the early 90s, so you know, I, but I haven't been in that pit of despair. I have felt uh, because sometimes a person may not think I want to commit suicide. They may just think, man, I, it'd be better off if I'm not even here. Like yes. they think about, they may kind of think about death a little, a lot, you know, or not so much as I'm going to, you know, blow my brains out or I'm going to jump. They they may just think I'm done with life. I've had those feelings, but I haven't had that intent, that method, and that plan and I, I don't know if there's something about me escaping it that day that has kept me with, um, i keep something else on my mind. I have since had two more children. Like I had those sons and then in, in 94, I had a daughter. And then in 2005, I had another daughter. I now have grandchildren. I now have, you know, so now it's more between me that I know that, um, uh, I can hang on because I want to see the end result of, and it's been a, a long time since that kind of despair has been in my life. Wow! Uh, but I can tell you that when that incident happened, I I refer to that when I'm talking to some clients, sometimes, sometimes I can self disclose and let people know that it, it there's a mess. There's a story for my life, but I don't know it. I didn't know it at that time. So I was ready to end it, but there that power stepped in that knew the future and something happened. I don't, I blanked out. I still to this day don't know why I didn't slice my... And I knew to cut it straight up and down. And, you know, I knew I'm, I'm one of the people that look stuff up and read and I won't do it right. Like you were just saying, I don't want to end up in the hospital.
0: Oh my so God. I had every
1: intention. But I... Oh,
0: my and I, God. And
1: I, I, I wondered, should I... When I thought about... Mm. When I accepted your invitation, I felt like but my story isn't valid enough because I didn't actually try what? it. And I girl, listen to goal. me.
0: Listen to me. Yeah. You even went a couple of steps ahead of me. But it doesn't matter. Nobody's okay. story is better. than Girl, I, I'm. you can't see goosebumps. <laughs> I am so, because you were, I want to say to you, first of all, on behalf of all my listeners, thank you for staying. Thank you to Buddha, the angel, Gabriel, whoever came. Whoever. <laughs> because you would not be here today. Number one, living yeah. in your purpose. Number two, helping my listeners. Are you freaking kidding me? I don't care if it's, my son was a guest on my podcast. He had the faintest, he said to me, he said, mom, I'm having the slightest, slightest feeling of killing myself. His own was slightest and he, that was enough yes. for me. Not only because yes. he was my son, but because he reached yes. out to me and he told me, he said, mom, the only reason I... I just love that you were there for me because he was being yes. bullied because he's queer. He was being, you know. So he was like, No, look, girl, even if your neighbor was the one that died by suicide, you've never thought about suicide, you need to do yes. this podcast. You don't, you know what I mean? Like, if you're just a member of the world, and the world yes. has to you can come and talk about how you heard about it on the news. Yes. That's enough. That's qualification, dear. Are you kidding me? I've just, I don't know if you've been seeing me, I've been writing crazily. Like, yes. oh my God, you know, it's be so powerful. Are you kidding?
1: Okay. Mm. So I, you know, I just know that every life is valuable. Yes, I, ma'am. I, I'm a
0: person-centered,
1: my orientation, I believe in people, I believe in the goodness and it keeps, it helps me, especially in these times that we're dealing with right now with all the racial trauma, with the depths of uh, people were wondering, how can you be sad about Chadwick Boseman? Well, we grieve people. You know, I've, I saw a post say, how do you grieve a person you didn't even know? Well, human beings grieve people that meant something
0: okay. to us. I don't want to interrupt, but I have to say this, I had a breakdown last weekend because of Chadwick Bozman I yes. don't know Chadwick from nowhere. I wrote this awesome post about him and it was so amazing because to me, I feel like I knew him like my brother. Yes. And I just, I claimed my tribe for my, claimed that he's Igbo to, to me. I've always thought yes. that he was an Igbo man. And then, my blog for this month is RIP Chat with baby. Let me tell you, don't even, don't let anybody, yes. what, honey? I know. Oh, I what? came, I'm
1: like, it, it's reasons. It's Ooh. reasons people mean something to you, what their life represented. They served their purpose. And he he served his purpose and he went on to
0: join what he believed. So, oh thank you for bringing up chadwick right rest in peace chadwick boseman thank you for bringing him up honey i actually (laughs) called my dad and i told my dad i said my daddy i said i need you to give me a name that would would describe a a son of the soil a brother that did it that made a difference i said i gave him so many words i said i need you to describe and he gave me a which means like a like, I don't know how to put it in, in, in English word because yes, it just means yes. a, a, a man that his work lives forever or something, or like a strong yes, representative yes. of the community, like a man you can take out, okay? Like this is a yes. showman, like you can show him yes. to people, like this is our son, our illustrious yes. son that we love so much, that we're proud of, something like that. That's, That's it. Who he was to me, okay? Yes. So honey, yes. you see, we're connected by stories. You know, yeah, I didn't even know where this was gonna go, but look how it is. Just, <laughs> oh girl. Mm. Well, I'm grateful. I just want people to
1: know that every life is valuable. And uh my the name of my agency is the Full Fruit Empowerment Center.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh let me, let me I write that down. On, let me
1: write yes, that down. So, the Full Fruit Empowerment Center.
0: Wow. That's
1: awesome. And uh you I could be found on Instagram at at, ther- I mean, therapy at the full fruit.
0: So should I spell out therapy?
1: Uh-huh, yes, yeah, therapy. And then you spell out at. Therapy mm-hmm. at the full fruit. That's my Instagram. And Facebook is the, it's the same. The Full Fruit Empowerment Center is my Facebook page. And so it's Facebook. under construction. I'm having someone look at it. And, uh-huh.
0: Yes, ma'am. So Facebook and maybe your website?
1: My website
0: is the thefullfruitempowermentcenter.com. Okay, very good. I'll add the links to all of that. What's your email?
1: Yeah. My email is therapy at the full fruit.
0: Wow. Very nice. Dot
1: com. Yes. Yeah. And like my that. my quote is uh, from Jimmy Cannon. It's the full fruit of a labor of love lives in the harvest. And that always comes in its right season.
0: Oh, wow. That's so powerful. You got to say it slowly for me, baby girl.
1: Okay. The full fruit of a labor of love lives in the harvest and that always comes in its right season
0: wow jimmy
1: jimmy kennan k-i-n-n-o-n he wrote that
0: wow so powerful K I A N K I N N O N. -N 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 -N
1: -N 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 -N
0: -N 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 okay
1: and I do a lot of work with a, addictive family intervention with people who are the loved ones of a person, uh, because they need special care. People who are trying to continue to love an addict to support an addict without losing themselves, without becoming codependent, without just giving up, if they need to detach with love, if they need. So I, I, I build my practice on that as well of helping the family members of, uh, of people who are addicted.
0: Hmm. You know,
1: I offer groups. I do a lot of women's work. I do a group called A Little Girl Grows Up. I do it with just women's issue specific. I do a group called Boys to Men that's men specific. So just really trying to help heal. Just, just help us heal.
0: Wow, that's crazy because I have a team-to-team group that I do every other weekend. <laughs> team yeah. to yes, ma'am. Yeah. Wow, boys-to-men, little girls-grow-up. I have to get you to my fifth book is going to be called girl child interrupted so i can't wait to share cool, that book with yes. you yeah that's okay. great i can't even wait to start writing it like you know the the title just came to my head i was like i need to write it down so, so i haven't even started writing because like i said it's my fifth book i got to finish my fourth book which is it's crazy wow wow this has been a awesome who oh, delora you have unpacked some craziness today i love it yeah. i love it whoa let me put yeah. a cap on that
1: about yeah. the reason. The reason I started and the lack of self-love and the mm-hmm. misinformation. It was up to me. I had a exercise because I went to different uh, drug treatment centers throughout the '90s when I was starting the journey of healing, and one therapist or counselor, whatever role she was in, she had a mirror in her office, and then she had a a sign on the mirror that said, you are looking at the problem. So when you look in the mirror, that's to help stop all the blame. You know, it was my mom's fault. It was my husband's fault. It was society's fault. It's the white man's fault. It's everybody's fault. So when you look in the mirror and it says, you are looking at the problem. So I internalized that, but later on down the line, I put a mirror up and I put, you are looking at the solution.
0: Amen. I was waiting for that. That's so powerful.
1: I was waiting for that. First I had to understand that until I realized that I caused a lot of my own, my thinking, my choices. Now I didn't have a lot of good choices, but you know, we have to own what's ours and we have Mm. to let go of what isn't. That's part of healing. I, it ain't every, I'm not a, nobody held a gun to my head and made me, but of course, situations led yes, to that. we, we,
0: yeah, we understand. But see, that's the yes. thing, there's the situation that is true, but yes. the person who's taking the action is you. Yeah. And so, yes, yes. And I'm, and I'm, I would never belittle situational crisis because yes. that's what no. I had. That's what yes. I had. But ultimately I listened to the voice telling me that I was not good enough yes that's who that's what i that was the different because because like you said at the very beginning of this podcast we all have different ways of reacting to our trauma so yes for the same trauma someone else might react to might it. not have done that that's exactly. right
1: Yes. Exactly. <laughs> so i i had to internalize and, and start looking at well if i caused all these problems i got to get busy at causing some solutions here Hello. so i reframed that And I began, and it's like, as soon as they say, when the student is ready, the teacher appear, once I became really ready, it just started opening up. Like, since 2001, I can't tell you the journeys that I've had in these 19 years, 19 years from when I first started the journey of uh, making a decision that I was not, I had given up my right to a chemical peace of mind how some people can drink a little wine after dinner, relax. I can't do that. Hmm. I have to face life. I have to face all of my feelings and all of my problems and I just have to deal with them. Because if I start, see the thing about a person who, Hmm. if I start, the the people who have crossed the line into addiction, that is. Abstinence for some of us is the best policy. Hmm. Because if I start, It'll, just, it'll be starting small then, but it'll progress, and I got my own history to prove that. Mm-hmm. See, I don't need to read a book. I don't, all you gotta do is the best, the best predictor of future performance is past behavior. Hello. So,
0: Man, girl, so you I, just rockin' like, some serious, <laughs> woo! You are so wise, girl. Oh, and remember all I had to do I don't,
1: I can't define what every other person needs to do when it comes to substances. I just know what I have to do. See, that's the beauty of it. And so so, what say
0: just now say that again one more
1: time, slowly girl. The best predictor of future performance is past behavior. Unless there's been a profound system of change, the person is going to do exactly the same unless there has been like an entire emotional, spiritual, psychic change. And that starts with self-awareness. It starts with you being able to look at you and face you. You. Hello. Now, you may not have to tell everybody else, but you got to start telling yourself the truth about yourself. I love it. And so I've designed certain things that will help a person. You know, we look at the five areas of self. We look at uh, emotional, physical, mental, spiritual, financial. We look at sexual. We look at relationships overall. So, we gotta find ourselves to start seeing, because the world thinks that if you could only fix this person, if they would only stop doing this, then I. No, we have to learn to look inward for the source of our discontent. Hmm. I have to look inward first. And even if it is a situation like I'm on a job and they treat me like crap, then I need to leave that job. I, need to leave, thank I cannot
0: no, say. No, thank you. you can't say that enough. People do not quit their jobs they quit the toxic environment. And so if you're still That's there, right. they quit because, toxic I know, because I got, I ended up staying for 13 years in a bad marriage because I was like, what are people going to say? What am I going to yes. What's going to happen yeah. to me? Well, maybe he will start loving me next. Maybe if I have another child, maybe, 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 uh, maybe yeah, never like, you know what my Angelo said, believe people when they show you their true colors, the first time, first
1: time. the first time. Yep.
0: And I kept yep, waiting. So that maybe I went, next I did, I've
1: done a lot of work. Mm-hmm. I've done a lot of work. So the story doesn't, end. I, I talked about the despair I was in, but I also have to talk about, I've done a lot of work and I continue to to take a look at me, that self-awareness, mm-hmm. every great leader, everybody that we name as a great, they followed somebody. Every great leader is also a great follower. follower. They listen to something they read something Uh they developed something and then Uh they made it their own and then they and like you can't you made up the quote well because of your information that you've learned you're able to make that quote Uh but we we're not designed to be self-contained that's just my belief system Uh each one teach one and each one reach one you Uh just have to have an open mind Wow, so powerful! I've, I've done a lot of work. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't stop. And now those times, those dark times, they are more few and far between because they mm-hmm. still will come. If I was just in one with all this stuff ever since George Floyd. Yes. it's like what's going on? Yes, you know. I had to. Yeah, I had to go back and do some more self exploration and decide what am I gonna gonna do? do. Not Hello. what everyone Hello. else that's, needs that's to do. That's why be. this.
0: That's yeah. why this was born. This was born. You after George Floyd that's what yes. this was one i said what, what let me do my own part what can i what do? what am i gonna do, what can I there you do? Go. because you know i can stay here and wallow wallow, wallow which is true i can step which out the true. door i can get killed which is true but in the meantime i'm not going to apologize for being black i'm not going to tell my sons to do anything different than a white woman would tell her son i'm not going to do anything as a matter of fact a couple of weeks ago there's a video that went viral on facebook which I shot is called hashtag stay with my son. You should look it up. Hashtag stay with my son. I I made a U-turn and pulled over on the highways of Texas and stayed until this policeman was done harassing a black boy. I stayed. Mm -hmm. Yes, ma'am. Cause I was like, we're not going to be talkers. We're going to be doers. Yes. I know it was dangerous. I know he could have killed me, but he didn't. And I'm not afraid to say that I'll do it again. Yes. That could be my son. That's right. And I
1: interrupted a little a little black girl was having some was having an altercation with two Hispanic ladies in Walmart and security came and this little black girl was tiny. She wasn't any more than and she was real thin and she was upset and and but everyone was targeting her. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the security people and these other, these two ladies were bigger than her. Mm-hmm. And it's because our skin is a weapon. Mm-hmm. And I stood in. I said, okay, let mm-hmm. me talk to her. I said, come on, honey. Let me, what's going on? What do you need? And I let her out and I talked to her because I already saw how that was about to end.
0: You
1: mm-hmm. already know what it was.
0: I, gonna me gonna and get, my daughter were both who's looking. going to get arrested? Who's going to be? You, you're going to yes. get slammed on the ground yes. with their face yes. broken in the yes. concrete? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Wow. So, you know, we just do our part
1: like you were just saying. And uh, and that's what I decided. I just said, well, what can I do? Not what mm-hmm. everyone else needs to do, but mm-hmm. what can I do? Mm-hmm. And that's right. the empowerment. That's why my agency is called the Full Fruit Empowerment. That's my empowerment. What can mm-hmm. I do? It, 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 takes, it takes that oppressive feeling away mm-hmm. when I'm in action toward the solution Mm -hmm. you know it takes that feeling away somewhat when i'm when i'm doing and when i'm working toward the solution instead of wallowing in the problem i feel more empowered so
0: thank you so much for sharing oh my god it has been just completely amazing thank you thank you thank, thank you, you thank you thank you and the listeners know to find you are all things full fruits i love that that's <laughs> just, like, just like just type in full fruits in the search bar and my sister miss delora evans will pop up I mean, and i, I have
1: a, uh, my youtube channel which is under construction it's called the hood girl gone good that's also what I'm known as. I love hood
0: that. Hood girl gone good. I love that. That's so powerful. So that's another
1: handle. I love to And I'm it. going to uh, I'm gonna do some life coaching under that. Yes. I'm yes. from Oak Cliff. I'm from Dallas, Texas. I live in Fort Worth now, but my practice and my agency, I'm from Dallas. So I'm, I'm the hood girl gone
0: good. Wow. So. May the good Lord bless you. Thank you so much for joining Thank us you. today. Ladies and gentlemen, ooh, mama. Took about a power hour you know, you meet someone once and you just never know where they're going to go with how you're going to end up. But I say, if you're vulnerable, if you're honest, if you're bold, if you're kind and respectful, it will go good. Oh, Miss Dolora came today and she dropped it like it was hot. Dropped all of them. It <laughs> lets to say, y'all please go support this sister who's fearless today. trying to share what the heck is going on and what y'all yes. need to be aware of. She dropped so many nuggets. I mean, like, the only thing I can say at this point is I'm going to be hitting up with all kinds of links on the show notes. So y'all just just stay true to yourself, stay positive, do something for someone to save somebody's life this month, because the person's life you might save might even be your own. Yeah, so go right. ahead, click like, click share, right? Subscribe to this podcast, leave us an honest review, and I'll see you next week. I mean, that's it. All right? This is a.k.a. The Momatrician, brand new Freshly Minted TEDx Talk. I'm going to say so long, farewell. And Miss Delora is going to say. Thank you. Thank you, listeners. Thank awesome. you. Awesome. All right, folks. Y'all be good. Hasta la vista, baby. Take it easy. Bye. <laughs> Hey, are you stuck in indecision? Is there something you've been wanting to do, but are having a hard time deciding how to go about it? Maybe you wanted to write a book. You're having issues with your relationship, your kids, money. Maybe you want to quit your job, but you do not know how to go about it. Hmm, you might need a life coach. Believe it or not, I just launched my life coaching business this year and I'm open to accept clients and we're having free consults. So go to calendly.com forward slash Dr. Lulu. That's calendly.com forward slash Dr. Lulu and grab yourself a free 45 minute session and I'll see you on the inside.